Greetings, everyone. I hope the universe finds you in good spirits. This is the Ego Coach Podcast, and I am your host, Zay. I'm excited to be sharing a few of my thoughts and questions with you today. And for today's topic, I thought we'd dive into the ego, which seems appropriate as its name is in the show's title. Um, But before I get rolling here, I just wanted to share a tiny bit about myself um, and why I'm doing this. So first off, um, my name's A. I've been a marriage and family therapist for about six years now. And in the last year, um, I really started moving more towards life coaching. I enjoy adventure, playing sports, traveling, writing, and I'm also a musician. In fact, all music on this podcast, including the little intro you just heard, um, it's all original music that I've recorded. little fun fact. So the reason I'm embarking on this journey is primarily, if I'm being honest, for myself. I recently went through a very traumatic and toxic divorce, and after hearing from both friends, family members, and several of my clients that I should start a podcast, um, I guess I finally told myself there's no time like the present, so here we are. Um, I do plan on having various guests on this podcast as it takes form and develops, but as as of now, it's going to be primarily focused on my theoretical approach to life coaching and helping myself and my clients optimize in the various areas of their lives. A couple of disclaimers before I jump into my topic for today. I am a human being first and foremost, and therapist slash coach second. It is my hope that as this material is presented to you, you will engage with it with curiosity and hold it to be more exploration instead of capital T truth that I'm preaching to you. Uh, Though I do love science and will certainly include it at various points, it is important to remember that my field is primarily humanistic and philosophical, and I will be using my own experience to illustrate points, just one human being to another. I do not now, nor will I ever, claim to speak with any degree of absolute authority on any subject that I explore on this podcast. If you do feel that you could truly benefit from my insight and skills as a life coach um, and a quasi-retired therapist, uh, you may, of course, email me at egocoachllc at gmail.com or message me on my Instagram account, which is simply the Ego Coach Podcast. All right. Uh, With that being said, uh, let's dive right in. So the word ego in Latin literally translates into English as I. When Freud was developing his theory of psychoanalysis, he used the German word for I, which is ich. Um, It was actually his translator who chose to use the term ego, which, of course, has become the staple for our understanding within Western society today. Um, So what did Freud say about the ego? Um, And for the record, I don't want to spend too much time on this, um, but I do believe it's necessary to have a baseline amount of understanding um, of Freud's psychology when discussing thoughts around the ego. Um, Freud held that the human personality was made up of three primary parts called the id, the ego, and the superego. 
Freud believed the ego was a person's central conscious awareness um, and an area of personal agency. The id was a person's basic, animalistic, and instinctual needs and desires. And the superego was a person's uh, perfectionistic morality, um, authority made up of internalized cultural and family norms. According to him, the ego's main objective was to satisfy the needs of the id in a realistic way, such as not to piss off the superego, uh, which would punish the ego with feelings of guilt or shame if it deemed that these needs deviated from social norms in any capacity. In more modern times, uh, there have been various modalities falling under the realm of what is called parts work. Uh, which are loosely derivative from Freud's breakdown of the human psyche. Um, internal family systems, IFS, if you've heard of it, is actually one of those theories, which I also utilize in my practice. Now, I'm not going to go into too much detail about the various interpretations of what the ego is, as most ascribe to this baseline understanding, as listed above. However, I do think it's important to address um, what pop culture has basically reduced the ego to. Now, I don't know what those of you listening have experienced when hearing the word ego used in everyday conversation. Um, all I can say is for me, whenever I hear that word, whether in movies, TV shows, social media posts, or in casual conversation, it's usually depicted in a negative light. Um, even by many who would consider themselves awakened, um, people have kind of championed this idea of ego death, implying that the path to enlightenment um, is to kill off this core piece of who we are in order to reach our, quote, higher self. Now, we're, while we're on the topic of the self, it might be worthwhile to address Carl Jung's belief on it. Um, as many of you probably already know, Jung was Freud's prized student. He, of course, broke away from Freud after years of clinical partnership, as their ideas had somewhat come into conflict over the years. Um, you see, we, Jung believed the self, capital S self, was the whole, the entirety of a human's psyche all-encompassing of the various parts within it. Um, we will address this theory in greater detail in future episodes, um, but this baseline concept is pretty important when we're trying to differentiate the ego from the self. Um, I know when diving into psychoanalytics, uh, the concepts can be pretty confusing, and I can certainly appreciate that. Um, for this reason, I'm going to use a lot of metaphors throughout my podcasts, as this usually seems to clarify things when working with my clients. The best way I could illustrate the psyche um, in the form of a map, if you will, or an image, in my own words, is if the id, ego, and superego are planets, stars, moons, you name it, the self would be the universe. It is not separate from these parts, the planets, etc. Um, it is all these things put together and more. 
something I like to conclude with in every episode um, is just to remember to ask a question. Um, one of the more important questions is, why does this matter? Well, the reason this matters is that I don't think a human can know what they want, much less how to get what they truly want, if they don't have an overall understanding of the baseline functions and attributes of the mind. I grew up believing that there was just one clusterfuck of me, that all these conflicting desires and beliefs meant I was just a complicated mess of a creature, never knowing which thought was, quote, the right one or the wrong one. Um, after being exposed to this concept of the multiplicity of the human psyche, it suddenly began to make sense why different parts of me had different functions and thus had different thoughts um, on how to live my everyday life. Um, and this hasn't just helped me, it has helped hundreds of people in my life, including my clients, my friends, and, and family members. Um, in short, I'll, I'll close with this today. Um, knowing what we want can only truly be uncovered by understanding which parts of us want what. If we don't do this exploration, then um, we never... Every desire is simply one part of us trying to outmaneuver another part of us, leaving us in a perpetual state of confusion and frustration. Um, thank you so much for listening. I know this is going to be a pretty short one today, but I did want to kind of lay down the core conceptual theory surrounding the self and the ego and um my next episode will will definitely dissect that down a little bit um as for now uh i just want to say whoever was listening thank you and um i hope that the universe finds you peaceful today until next time